um, on my phone for, for audio then, for the podcast. So, and we'll send you all of the raw footage and everything. I don't know. Do you want the, um, do you want the audio or the audio on her phone too, or just the video? I don't know. I haven't, I don't even know what I'm going to be we'll doing just, with it yet. We'll, yeah. We'll just send them both. And then if down the road or if you ever want to use them, you've got them. Get some stuff. Yeah. That'd be perfect. Thank you. Okay. Here's my lap. Okay. And are you recording now? Okay. Hey, do you need to, well, Denise was asking me about how to pronounce your last name. Oh yeah. 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 Oh. I don't ever pronounce your last name. You're just Serena. <laughs> you don't have to say my last name if you don't want to. <laughs> Unless you want to, but it's, it's pronounced. You want to be like Madonna? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, Serena, okay. Uh, but if you want to, it's pronounced Parudi. Parudi. Parudi, yeah. It's French, but it's a really weird, like Probably. obscure French name. So. Ooh, nice. Seriously. Yeah. Parudi. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I could see where it's, it, it's spelled exactly how it sounds. Yeah, and it's a bit of a mouthful, so if you just want to do Serena, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and um, and sometimes I mess up, so because this is just recording and it's not live, I'll do it again. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. She does a long intro. It is. <laughs> I know. Maybe we should try shortening it sometime. We'll talk about that later. Okay, ready? Here we go. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Oh, no, no. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Stop. See, see, we already messed up. She'll just do her thing. Okay, I won't say anything. But this is a great outtake. (laughs) We have a lot of outtakes. I love it. Hey, what's up? I'm Denise Reinhardt. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Serena's bringing it out of me. <laughs> it's starting to get hot, too. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Hey, what's up? I'm Denise Reinhardt. And I'm Angela Stronsky. We are so glad that you are here. Welcome to CBD Q&A, where we answer your questions about CBD. We are certified CBD coaches and the hosts of this show. Now, today, we have got a special guest on for you, and I'm going to introduce her in just a minute. The question that we are going to be answering today is how to grow your own medicine at home. And if you don't have a green thumb, that's okay. Neither do I. Our guest is going to walk us through and answer all the questions that could come up with growing your own medicine at home. Now, just as a disclaimer, we're not doctors and we're not attorneys. So, and we all know that laws are different in every state. So, Google what the laws are in your state to make sure that everything is good to go and legal and, and all of that. Yeah. So, now that we've got all the legal jargon out of the way, let's introduce our very, very, very special guest. We have with us... Well, we could go by, you could call her just Serena, or you could call her Serena Poultry. Uh, You got it wrong. Oh my gosh. I always just call her Serena. Let's do Serena. Serena. Yeah. I just call her Serena. So I would like to introduce to you, and let's start over. I just totally like, (laughs) that was really funny. (laughs) 
Um, we would like to introduce you to our very, very, very special guest, Serena. Let me tell you just a little bit about her, and I've got notes here, so I don't miss a thing. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know what you were getting yourself into. <laughs> Lots of takes here. That's okay. <laughs> Serena is a certified master cannabis who is passionate about helping those heal their bodies through interest in healing you about helping those interested in healing in the healing powers of mother nature start again i'm starting again take you can reword it if it's like yeah it doesn't have to be exactly that okay yeah um okay Today, our special guest is Serena. She is a certified master cannabis. Who and what? So what that means is she's very passionate about helping people heal them heal themselves through using the tools that Mother Nature has given us. She is a medical cannabis patient herself and supports her father, who is currently going through some really traumatic things. Um, she is also the founder, I'm sorry, we have, we're going to have to cut because, um, Avitas Village Community, is that how I, you pronounce it? Yes. Avitas. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's Avitas Village is kind of like the company name. And then I created like a free group kind of thing. So it's called the Avitas Village Community. Okay. Yeah. Serena is also the founder of Avitas Village Community. There is a free group online for like-minded people to connect in the safe space. We, we will have the link to that in the description below. Now, Serena has a really cool, cool, cool special gift that she is wanting to give you, but you gotta wait till the end of the show to find out how to get it. So hang on, hang around with us, and we will be sure to get you the information on how to get your free gift the free CBD guide. Ooh. Without further ado, please help us welcome Serena to, to CBD Q&A. <laughs> welcome, Serena. We seriously are so glad that you are seriously. here. Thank you for being with Thank us. Thank you so much. And we, we've known Serena for a couple of years now. Maybe yeah. three years, two, three years? Yeah, we go back at least, I think at least two years, if not three. Yeah. yeah. So it's so awesome. We've got so much in common, and um, so I'm so excited. Me yeah. too. I'm super excited. So Serena, so for for people that don't know you, um, can you tell us just a little bit about yourself and how you got into cannabis and like what that whole story is? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll preface this by saying that I live in Canada. So the laws are a little bit different here. Um, medical marijuana has been legal here since 2001, and it was legalized recreationally at a federal level just in October of 2018. So I know in the States, it's like state to state is different, but basically across the board here is legal recreationally and medically in every province. So, and also we're allowed to grow four plants per household is totally legal. So I'm, that's the position I'm coming from just to preframe that. So, um, and again, I totally agree with you guys, like check your local laws, you know, make sure you're doing everything above board because we don't want anyone getting in trouble. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> yeah. 
So I guess the whole journey started a few years ago. Um, my dad was experiencing really bad anxiety and really bad migraines. It was affecting his work. He's a truck driver. So he started kind of looking into it, dabbling a little bit here and there, talking to people. He ended up buying oil from someone, um, but he's very much like an inventor and he wanted to make it himself. So he kind of got into making his own oil and all of that. Um, and then he was even giving to my mom was helping with her arthritis. So kind of like a family thing. And then, um, so I got interested in it because I also have anxiety and depression. So if I'm like, well, hey, if I can either transition off pharmaceuticals into this or, you know, support pharmaceuticals with this as an, you know, kind of help attack it both ways, um, why not, right? So I started getting into it. Then my dad got diagnosed with cancer. So that's always like, whoa, right? Like the seamer yeah. and what happens. Um, yeah. <clears throat> So after that, um, his particular cancer actually, um, there's other people who have used um, Rick Simpson oil. Are you guys familiar with Rick yeah, Simpson? that's what I use yeah. that myself. Cool, yeah. So it's a super, super concentrated um, form of cannabis oil. So he's using that to treat himself for his cancer alongside, you know, with his oncologist. Um, but they were just incredibly frustrated because it was hard to find information, um, you know, navigating the legal system. Are they doing it right? What are they allowed to do? Even going into like local dispensaries and trying to ask questions. Sometimes the bed tenders maybe weren't, you know, knowledgeable on the medical side. So they kind of really had to figure it out for themselves. And I just saw that, that journey. I'm like, well, we can make this easier. Like let's, you know, why can't we create something where we can help people in that same position? Um, so that's kind of how Avidas Village was born. Um, so I got some education. So I got my certified, um, so I'm a certified master of cannabis. So I went through some training. I know there's a lot to learn. I don't know everything, but uh, it was really exciting to get a certification. And then, yeah, I just want to be able to help people kind of navigate the system and get that basic understanding. So if they go to a dispensary, oh, sorry, my dog's barking. <laughs> or if they want, I don't know if you can hear that. Or if they want to talk to their doctor, at least they have some kind of knowledge yeah. I feel like informed and like, you know, empowered to be able to ask those questions. So yeah. long and short, that's kind of how it is intimidating when you go into a dispensary yeah. for the first time, like you yeah. don't know so, so much. much and, and there's so many, there's all these different strains and they each do something else. And there's like different levels of CBD and THC and all these other cannabinoids. And it's like completely like when I first started, um, taking taking stuff i just like yeah it's like you can get lost in the overwhelm and then that can cause people just to not do anything mm -hmm. exactly exactly so if i thought if there's a space like a platform or a free group or whatever where they can get that basic information and then they're armed with that to be able to go and like make those decisions so yeah, that's great i love that i love that um so for well do you want to ask the next question sure so why would someone want to grow their own cannabis and what are the advantages or disadvantages that come with that? So growing your own cannabis, that's a super interesting question. And I'm just at the beginning stages of growing. Like I do not have a green thumb. I hated going to gardening stores when I was younger because I thought it smelled like dirt. And <laughs> well, I imagine that it smelled like dirt. It smells like, like, it smells like, I think they smell like dirt and lumber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I had one house plant and I killed it. So I come from like a zero green thumb, zero background of gardening experience. Mm -hmm. However, looking into the benefits of growing your own, um, number one, it's very cost effective compared to buying it because if you, even on average, like 
I think the average right now per gram is like $10 a gram buying it from a dispensary. Sometimes it can get cheaper if you go like, if you have your medical, like, you know, medical card, you can get cheaper. Yeah. Um, but even if like $5 a gram, depending on your usage, that can add up over the month. Yeah. So if you can grow your own, you know, invest a little bit of money at the beginning for like the very, you know, slight equipment you might need and be able to grow your own all year long. Why not? You're going to save a ton of money. You know exactly what you're growing. You can grow strains that you want. Yeah. You know, that you may not be able to buy from a dispensary. You have total control over what goes into it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I just think it's a super, like a fascinating way of getting your own medicine. I agree. And I think that was one of the things like whenever, um, you know, cause I was diagnosed with, well, I had insomnia, but then I've dealt with anxiety and depression too. And I have autoimmune stuff. So one of the things like I couldn't have anything with sativa because it was, okay. for one thing, it would make me paranoid and more anxious instead okay. of less anxious, anxious and everything. Yeah. And I had, when I started going to dispensaries, I had a really hard time finding anything that was, you know, indica and that was enough, you know, on a strong enough indica. You know, there was hybrids and there was a lot of sativa, but not a whole lot of indica. And so I think that to be able, I'm excited for whenever, or I mean, hopefully in the next year, you know, Missouri will have the regulations all figured out and everything. Cause I, I'm excited to like start growing my own too. Yeah. Just for that reason, because you're just kind of like at the mercy of whatever dispensary carries. Exactly. And it might not be what you need for your particular condition. Um, yeah. Cause yeah, based on the different levels of cannabinoids, like some strains are better than others for certain conditions. So yeah. you, yeah. you had mentioned that you're, um, your um, dad is doing his own and he's working with like your oncologist. So in Canada, like, I guess, like is the oncologist familiar with marijuana or do you have to kind of educate doctors up there too? Or Yeah, we do have to educate them. Like he is, um, he has mentioned it to her. Um, he doesn't tell her like, this is just him being him. Um, he doesn't tell her a whole lot, but she is aware of like what he's doing. Mm -hmm. um, but just his particular kind of cancer, like, even chemotherapy doesn't really do anything because it's a form of leukemia, which is in the blood. Mm -hmm. um, so the the chemotherapy route, like for his particular cancer and the research we've done, it really won't do anything. To, it's not like a tumor you can like, you know, kill it with chemotherapy. Um, so yeah, so we, it definitely is an education process for sure, letting her know. What up. differences has he seen since he has been using cannabis? Um, he's, it's helping him keep weight on because with his type of cancer, um, his lymph nodes are very swollen. So it's hard for him to keep weight on because he's so uncomfortable, like even just eating, like, you know, it's hard to eat because he doesn't feel good. So cannabis has actually helped him keep an appetite, which is great. Mm. Um, it's helped him sleep, which is great because so your body can repair itself. Yeah. Um, and then he is charting like his numbers. So he'll get like his blood test and he'll chart like, you know, his cannabis intake. So, and he's also trying a few other alternative therapies on top of it. Like I said, he's an inventor. He's trying all sorts of things, you know, kind of before going down that last route, if he has to have chemo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's definitely, I think, helping him keep him steady. Um, so we'll see what happens. It's been about a year since he's been treating himself. So Very cool. did he get up to the, like, is he doing a gram a day? Did he get up to that? Um, I'll have to ask him. I know he makes his own. He cuts it with coconut oil. And he actually, this is really, and again, like this is my dad I'm talking about, but he actually does, he actually treats himself um, rectally with it, which is. That's, that, that's a really yeah. great way because yeah. then you don't get that high feeling, but you get, you get all of the benefits. And again, and there's really good. So absorbion. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. The bioavailability is. is amazing. Yeah. 
it's like the most efficacious way of getting it right into your system. So he's like, that's, that's the only way he's been treating himself. Like he doesn't smoke it. He doesn't vape it. Um, he'll take it orally or, or yeah, or rectally. So yeah. You're cool. in one end or the other. <laughs> hey, no matter, however you have to get it Whatever. in. Whatever. Yeah, serious. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's been interesting watching his journey for sure. And actually, I'm going, they live in BC. I live in Ontario, um, but I go there every summer. So I'm actually going to be going there next month, and I'll be able to, you know, get up to speed on what he's doing on a daily basis. So, yeah. Very cool. That's I awesome. Yeah, keep us keep us up to date with how he's doing and everything. I will. Here. Yeah. Um, so if somebody wanted to grow their own cannabis and they're in a legal state where they're able to do that, where do they even start? Like, where would a beginner that's not even maybe that knowledgeable in cannabis yet, where would they start? Um, so I just kind of have been doing it like Google, like just start Googling it and try to figure it out myself. Um, yeah. So I guess Google would be a good place to start. I think the first thing you need, obviously, is your seeds. Um, so finding like a reputable seed supplier. And again, like legalities of that, again, just making sure it's legal, like wherever your seeds are coming from, they're legal. Um, I hope the website I bought off is legal. I think it was. <laughs> um, it was a website based in the UK, but like they had tons of really good reviews. And like after all my research, it just seemed like, and I specifically actually wanted this one strain and I only found it for a good price on their website. So that's actually oh. an appointment for the website. Um, well, so I guess, what's, the, what's the pricing like? Like for um, It can really vary actually from strain to strain because I was looking. Um, so in the end, I think with shipping and like the fees and everything, I think I paid $130 Canadian for my seeds. However, that got me a total of 13 seeds. So I got five of one strain, five of another, and they had a bonus program because I spent so much. They sent me like three free seeds. So, so roughly like $10 per seed. Um, and again, I don't know if that's like a super good price or not a good price, but mm -hmm. that's approximately what I spent. And then once you actually grow your like once you start growing your plants can't you like take from there and and plant again yeah from there. what's it what's it called yeah. cloning cloning yeah. yes that's yeah. what i was looking for that's the whole other thing and i don't know if i'm going to do that this first round but that is a thing if you if you grow a plant you can take clones of it and grow more of that same plant yeah. um so something i i don't know if i'm going to do that this first time around um yeah. But we'll see best stuff. Yeah, people do that all the time. Well, it would be it definitely would be cheaper because then you're gonna like just kind of grow from what you your initial purchase, so you don't have to yeah. keep spending money on seeds and stuff. But um, yeah. that's the farm that we um, one of the farms in in Colorado that we visited. Um, they like were showing us how to clone them and everything. It was so cool. Yeah, and I've heard like. There's like you have a mother plant. I've heard of that as well, where you just keep one plant that you never really like cut down or harvest. You just keep yeah. it going all year round. And then, yeah, you take your clones from your mother. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's super cool how you can do that. That's so cool. Yeah. And how long does it take to harvest? Like, or how long does it take from seed to like actually maturity to where you can use the plant? So that is very based on strain. Like, um, remember is it their sativa i think has a shorter flowering time or is it indica anyways one or the other flowers quicker um but then even from strain to strain it can vary so you kind of go by like when you buy your seeds what they suggest as like far as like you know flowering and all of that um and again it's just kind of keeping an eye on it like i started all my plants at the same time and they all look different like some are like like really big and like they look good and some are like still tiny spindly little guys so 
it just, yeah. That it's is really so interesting. Do you have to like have them under a special lamp or lighting or a certain type of like a greenhouse type of room or can you just grow them like in the kitchen? Yeah. In the kitchen window. They're a weed. So technically, yeah, you could basically do like very minimal, um, you know, interaction with them. What I did is, so I got my seeds, um, this kind of process again, like I'm learning as I go. So basically you soak them for 24 hours, like in a little shot glass. After 24 hours, I poke them down. So they've sunk to the bottom. Soak for another 24 hours. So you take out your seeds, you actually put them like in between wet paper towel and leave them like, you know, underneath a pilot or something. So they're in the dark and you leave them and you just check them every 24 hours. Then out of that seed, it's going to grow, it's called a tap root. So it's like the first little root coming out of the seed. And so you want to plant it when the tap root, and again, this other growers might, you know, I might not, you know, what I'm talking about, but basically when it's like a half inch to three quarters of an inch, that's when you actually take your seedling and plant it. Um, so whether you want to plant it like in like a little tiny pot of soil, I, a lot of people just take solo cups and they poke holes in the bottom for, for um, drainage and they just plant it in a solo cup and that's how they started off. And then eventually they transplant it into like a bigger pot. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's very cool. And yeah. just, I wonder because, um, because what I've always seen is like the cannabis plant takes on what's around it. I wonder if it's okay being in that plastic solo cup, if that that's, would cause any issues. That's a good point. I never thought of that. Um, yeah. Like plastic leaching. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess it depends like what, what you want to do, like how you want to yeah. It. there's probably more natural like ways you could do that as well um, but I plan on transplanting them into like a fabric a bigger fabric pot yeah um, I do move them so so yeah basically I'm starting them off inside and then just for simplification and ease and like low cost I'm actually gonna let them flower outside all summer I'm kind of just gonna let mother nature do its thing um, I'm actually not even here for some of the summer so my husband's gonna be taking care of them. <laughs> like how about them die so oh no Basically, I'm going to let them do their thing over the summer, and then when I come back in September, it should be close to harvest time, so at that point is where I'll be, you know, doing whatever I have to do at that stage. I'm kind of learning as I go, so yeah. at that point, I'll do some more Googling and figure it out. <laughs> That's, like, so fun. I want, yeah, I want to do it just to, you know, to, like, be able to, like, see how the whole process works, you know, yeah. and everything. Yeah. That's, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. It's trial and error. Like I started with 13 seeds. I think I only have 10 plants now because three of them like didn't take. I think my mistake was I planted it and the taproot wasn't quite long enough. So yeah. you know, next time around, there's something I'll know and yeah, yes. just as you go. So very cool. So so I get. Well, I guess um, my next question is um, like what what happens after the plant is fully grown? But I guess that's we'll have to. To well, be yeah. continued. <laughs> to be continued, dot, dot, dot. That's a whole other episode. We could do a harvest episode. So what, from my understanding, is that you basically, yeah, you cut them, um, and then you hang them upside down like the full branch to dry mm -hmm. for a while. And then you can do, that's the thing, you can do a wet trim or a dry trim. That's when, like, you cut off the fan leaves. Um, and then you need to, like, cure your buds. So that's, like, a whole other process wow. that you have to figure out. So we'll definitely do a part two. Yes. <laughs> oh, that'll be really fun. Looking forward to that because I think that, I think because you do have so much control when you are growing your own plants, I think yeah. that that is really, really important. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I know. Even you know, I know Rick Simpson because there's so many people that do have Rick Simpson oil, and I and mm-hmm. I get it from somebody else. I don't do it, you know, obviously myself. And um, but I know he's a proponent for growing your own because then you know what's in it, how if it's been treated before, and you know, because even somebody could say no, we didn't put any pesticides or anything on it, but it could. Who knows if they're telling the truth? Exactly. You know? And who knows? you know, what kind of, you know, extraction process or if, you know, just, there's just so many what Mm -hmm. ifs, but if you grow it yourself, you know. Exactly. You have total control. Um, And I've been hearing like, and I don't know if this is like a true story or anything, but because now legalization is moving forward, like there's that, like they really want to get a lot of product out there. So I've heard some growers are like adding extra stuff that they shouldn't be adding to make their plants grow even faster. That's just like what they, what they do with like, you know, real chicken breasts used to be really yeah. small. Now you see them and they're this huge. Chicken wing. Yeah. Chicken breast should not be this yeah. big. No. Yeah. I mean, if a grower is doing that, obviously they're not a grower that you probably, you know what I mean? Like a grower, I feel that really respected the plant probably wouldn't do that anyways, but it's just yeah. that fear. Like you just don't know. Um, so you either know your grower or grow your own. Yeah. And the whole purpose of, I mean, to me, at least, the whole purpose was go- of going to the cannabis route was so that I wouldn't have to use pharmaceuticals and use things that would hurt my body. And then yeah. it's like Trump, people are trying to bring that stuff into the pure plant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's super sad. So it is. it's just, yeah, I guess it's a whole thing. It's like proceed with caution, do your research when you're buying something, like do your due diligence and just know what you're buying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So what do you have an idea of what you're going to do with your plants? Like, are you going to make them into a tincture? Are you going to just smoke Um, them or? That's a good question. I don't know because I don't know how they're going to, because they always say plant double what you're expecting. Like, because I'm legally allowed four. So I planted 13, just not knowing what I'd end up with. So now I have 10. So I'm going to have to cut it down to four. Um, so I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Like I'm going to dry it for bud. Um, I do make my own can of butter. So I'll probably be making can of butter out of it. I want to try making oil. Like I want to use it and just experiment with it and try. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. I'm super excited. And did you, Angie was just telling you about this new, I don't, well, maybe it's not new method of, um, of taking it it, by putting it in your belly button. What? Like taking the yeah. oil and putting it's, it in your belly button. I oil. oil. I thought you meant like a bud. I was like, well, I'm actually, I'm actually grinding it in there. Just like taking <laughs> and grind it into your belly button. Like with, the, with the tinctures. Um, oh. I actually read an article about it, and it's a really good way to get absorption because we oh. have thousands of nerves in our belly button. You know, that's where we were all connected at one time to get nutrients from our yeah. brother. And they said that, um, so I've actually tried it. I mean, I, had, I didn't feel any different other than if I were to like, you know, do it sublingually or that. So, and I didn't, but I didn't do it for long enough to probably know if there was a difference between the two methods. Um, but it's kind did it of like absorb the, pretty fast? It's, yeah, it did. It, it like went down. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that, but it totally makes sense. Like, like why not put it on, it's got its own name. It's like the Pacholi 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 method. It's not. It's something like that. I'll have to like <laughs> look it up again. But um, I've read some people that have been doing that and actually really like it. I think if it's somebody, maybe if somebody has like nausea, like you know, if they're going to chemo radiation yeah. and they're not able to get it in that way, and they or don't the other want, way, or they yeah. don't want to get it up through rectally. 
it's, you know, it's just another option because it's, it absorbs faster. Like if you just rub it on your skin, you know, the oil molecules sometimes are not, they're too big for our skin, but I think there's something about the belly button. That's cool. I'm going to look into it. I never heard yeah. that. The belly yeah. button is a very special place. <laughs> Well, actually, speaking of very special places, there's like people <laughs> to this. There's like CBD infused, like you know, special things for nighttime, like to enhance, you know, that area. I'm like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> so I don't know. I've heard that's a whole other like niche area that's emerging right now. Is like I've actually seen like one or two um, companies that had stuff like that, but I didn't really, you know, look too much yeah. at the products or anything, but I have heard yeah, of a couple. Funny. Yeah. Um, Anyways, kind of very off topic, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Denise and I joke around all the time that, um, that, did you ever see my big fat Greek wedding? Yes. Yes. I love that movie. You know how the dad always thought Windex was the cure all and for everything. So we kind of like always like liken cannabis to like the Windex. <laughs> yeah. It's true, true, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you can take it so many different ways, which I think people, uh, and again, that's another stigma that I'm, I'm learning that people have is like, well, I don't want to smoke it. Well, I don't want to get high. Well, there's so many other options that, that yeah. can fit your lifestyle um, that people just made aware of. So yeah. 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 I love that. What questions do you see in your group often? Like what questions about cannabis or CBD? Like what, what questions come up all the time? Um, a lot of them are like, where, where do I get it? Um, is this good stuff? You know, I, I found on a website, is this good? Um, what strains will work for me, you know, with these conditions? Um, or I tried it and it didn't work. How come? Um, what's you know thc versus cbd um indica versus sativa just kind of those basic things yet yeah, that made just there's so many questions like yeah are you because it's legal medically and recreationally are you guys able to make claims and say what it will help people with because i know here we can't make any type of claims or anything and we have to really you know try to help people without making any you know just like, oh, yes, you can take this for cancer and it's going to help you and it, blah, blah, blah. That is not anything that we can say. The FDA won't let us say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, that's funny because I was just talking to my mom about this um, because, yeah, so in, they live in British Columbia and each province has a different, like, they, they allowed it up to the province to decide how it would be sold or, like, regulated on a provincial level. Um, so in British Columbia, they are allowed to have, like, um, dispensaries just like brick and mortar dispensaries and i think you can also order online there in ontario we're just getting dispensaries now before we can only order online like legally only order online through the government of ontario so anyways bc they have their own dispensaries and there's like one just down the street from my parents where they live so they go there and like ask questions and they ask the same thing mom's like well i have arthritis what strain is good and they are not allowed to say anything like that they can't they they're the government of canada has still kind of regulate it where even you can't even like they like can't even ask those questions is what i'm trying to say um so the girl she was talking to was like well i can't speak to like specific conditions but like are you experiencing pain are you you know like kind of more general yeah, things yeah. they can mm -hmm. say oh well this strain is known to be good for this this and this but speaking to specific conditions like they can't 
So that's oh, awesome. you're at least allowed to say this one will help with you with pain. This mm -hmm. one will help you with nauseousness, but yeah. you can just say like a disease. So this one, yeah. you can't say this one will help you with whatever, but can you tell them if it'll help you with like anxiety, depression, and insomnia? Are those two specific? Um, that's a good question. I actually want to go like this summer. My plan is like to go around to a few different ones and just yeah. like act like I don't know anything and ask them and just see what they say. So I'm just yeah. curious. Um, yeah. Like I've heard it. And if even if they're because some don't, there's good bud tenders and there's sometimes not so good pentagons. Yeah. Well, so also depends on their education level, like what they I know. I know one way that people um, do get around it here is they'll say, well, you know, we can't say that. However, we've known other people that have come in that have said it's blah blah blah. You know. Exactly. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, you just gotta be so careful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's which is which is a it's it doesn't make sense because. People need to get educated and you want to make sure they're educated by the proper ones because even though we do have Google and I use Google a lot for different things too, yeah. not all of Google is, you know, a good resource, you know, not everything you find on there. So they need people like us that can actually really educate people so that they're safe and they take it safe and they stay safe and they take the right stream because otherwise they're, they could be wasting money and they find it doesn't work. So then they just don't think cannabis is for them. Exactly. And I was even hearing, um, like even for someone who, um, like CBD oil, like someone's like, Oh, I took it. It didn't work for me. I'm like, well, you might have to try different brands of CBD oil. Like you might have to try it a few more times because everybody reacts differently. Like someone with anxiety, like yourself doesn't do well with sativa. I have anxiety. Sativa doesn't bother me that way. So everyone's so different. And I've yeah. heard that from people like somebody was like, so I've, I know other people that have anxiety and sleep issues and they do sativa and they sleep amazing. Me, yeah. like I get paranoid, I get freaked out and my eyes are wide open. I can't sleep or anything. It's just horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's also figuring out how much you should be taking. Yeah. The dosing. Dosing is mm -hmm. always a big question. Like I have a bottle, but it's a, you know, this dropper and the, the concentration and how many drops. So that's also a big question. People yeah. buy it on their shelf because they don't know how to take it so yeah. ooh, yeah. that's a good lead magnet idea a dosing guide yeah yeah, yeah. That'd be, there you yeah. go because that, yeah because everyone yeah everyone's body is different mm -hmm. and um i mean and and so many things go, yeah. go into it and, and so, how they metabolize and how they yeah. what they're eating and what they're you know and that's one of the things that we try to help people with too is even though as amazing as cannabis is we try to let people know if you still eat really, really bad and you have really bad lifestyle habits, then, you know, this is only going to do so much. It's not going to be, you know, at the most incredible level it could be if you're you know, using your body in other ways. Exactly. That's so true. It's kind of like you have to look at the whole big picture. Like, yeah. am I going to McDonald's every day? But I'm like... Oil. I don't know how well it's good. You know what I mean? Like nothing against McDonald's. I love McDonald's too, but it is like a whole lifestyle yeah. thing. It's like how does that work? Because like for my dad, he immediately like he cut out all sugar. Like he you know did everything possible yeah. in a conjunction with the cannabis to try to try to yeah. Anyways, but yeah, yeah, because cancer feeds on sugar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bad, bad stuff. Well. Serena, this has been absolutely amazing. I feel like we could just keep on talking. I like, know, right? Oh my gosh. Get us started. We can talk on cannabis forever. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, well, 
Well, I hope I was able to answer all the questions. I know there were some other questions like specifically about lights and stuff, but I don't know if you want to go over that again or we can talk about it next time or. Oh yeah, no, actually I would like with the lights. So did you, do you have lights? Um, yeah, so I guess that was another thing like about the cost because we we're talking about the cost of right, like, you know, right. doing it. So it's actually looking up all my receipts. So, um, so I spent $130 on the seeds. Next year, if I take clones, I might not need to do that. Um, I spent $50 off a grow, I bought a grow light on Amazon. Okay. Um, but also, you don't even have, some people just buy the CFL light bulbs from like Home Depot and just okay. use them. Oh, wow. So you don't even have to buy a special light, you can just buy mm -hmm. the bulbs. Um, as far as the lighting goes, is it on just so many hours a day or is it on all the time or that's something I'm learning because I think it depends on the different stages, like in seedling stage from what I understand. And again, and I could be is <laughs> 24 hours. Like they need light for 24 hours. And then once like you're two weeks in, then you would do like, um, like 18 and six or whatever, like 18 hours light, six hours. Cause they kind of need a natural thing. Yeah. Um, right now because they're getting a little bit bigger, I'm actually putting them in like in my front porch or back porch to get some sunlight as well, like natural sunlight during the day, and then I bring them in at night. Do you um, talk to them as well? <laughs> well, I'm in there, like my husband's like, you're obsessed, because I have to check them when I wake up, I have to check them before. <laughs> they're like, like babies. No, well, I have them named by like their strain, but that's about it, I haven't named them. It's not like Bob, Harry, Sally, like, not yet, but maybe I should. I'll let you know. That's funny. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah, I think I think they they deserve a name. They do. They do. I'll think <laughs> um, so I'm so I also bought soil. Sorry, that's one more thing I did buy. I went to my local hydroponics store. So that's a good resource too. If you have a local hydroponics store, um, to go and talk to them because they're going to be the experts on like oh. all of that stuff. So what did you buy from them? I bought a thing of soil um, and I bought soil that already had nutrients in it to make it as easy as possible. If yeah. you buy yeah. what they call like blank soil, you have to be buying the nutrients and adding them in. But I'm like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So I bought the soil with the nutrients. Um, all of like my potting and like little garden supplies I got from the dollar store. So $30 in soil, $50 on the light, $130 on seeds. So what am I at? A like, couple hundred bucks couple hundred bucks um and if it can yield like a good amount i'd like make a i can grow a whole year's worth of medicine right mm -hmm. like so I, yeah. oh my yeah. god do you know um and i don't even know this question or the answer to this so, you, so i'm not sure but do you know like if you were to make a tincture out of one plant do you know how many like it could possibly even yield or like like how much tincture one how much tincture yeah. or how much yeah how much just like how far will that one plant get you like how long it's would it probably, last? probably part of it I mean, depends on the strength and yeah you know it's like gonna how, also how, depend how, on how much you take each day but i'm yeah. just curious is it like worth 50 tinctures one That's plant true. I'll have to take a look because I, out of the specific strains I got, I'm going to have to, like, I want to do some research and see kind of what the average yield is, like how many, you know, pounds or grams can I expect from a plant yeah. um, that's, you know, just kind of average grow, like I'm not doing a whole lot to it, just kind of letting it do its thing. And then yeah. from there, you could probably reverse engineer it and see like actually how much you would get out of it. Yeah. yeah. That'll be part two. <laughs> wait for it everyone just wait yeah. for it I don't, wait. Know, I don't know if i can wait till september serena for I, don't, I can't wait till september I'm like, <laughs> I'm 
Can you not speed up this process? Like, start well, it's like, shades, it's like start flowering. It's or like something. a catch twenty two because I don't yeah. want summer to end because I don't like the fall and winter. Yeah, but yet I want to know what's going to happen in the summer. Serena, we're on the edge of our seats. Oh my goodness. Okay, well, I have even more exciting news then because when I get back in September and harvest this grow, I want to do an indoor grow. And like get oh. the whole grow tent and do like the whole thing so I can do it all year round. That would be nice. Amazing. So yeah, that's a whole other thing I'm like learning about too. So yeah. Very, Very cool. How fun. Yeah. So this has been absolutely amazing. And we said at the very beginning that you were going to be giving away a free gift. Yeah. So can you tell us how to get that free gift? Where should someone go to get this, the CBD guide? Sure. So there is a link and I'm sure you're going to probably post it with everything. Yeah. It's not like a pretty link. It's, it's <laughs> it doesn't have to be pretty. <laughs> um, anyways, it's basically a free guide about what you need to know before you kind of buy any CBD product. Um, because I see a lot of, you know, misinformation out there and also knowing the difference between like, cause a lot of you are buying, um, maybe my sister-in-law asked me, she's like, what about hemp seed oil? And I'm like, well, yeah, that's okay. Like that's really basically good for cooking, but if you're using it for medicine, like it's not going to go as far. So that's kind of where the guide is kind of coming from. Right. Like, what's really the difference? Yeah. What are the benefits? You know, kind of an easy breakdown of your endocannabinoid system, um, a comparison between CBD and THC. So there's a little bit in there, and then as well, if you want more support and you know to ask questions in a safe space, um, I invite you to join my free group as well because we always have a discussion going on in yeah. there about everything to do with medical cannabis. So. That's yes, awesome. and again, that link to her group is going to be in the description below. Yeah. So be sure to check that out. So, um, okay, okay, now we're going to do the extra. <laughs> then it's really long. Serena and I will take a nap while you do that. <laughs> Thank you so much for checking out this video, and be sure to subscribe. Wait, we're not doing that yet. Hold on. Wait, I didn't have, I don't have a question to ask. Um, I forgot to think of a question. What question can we ask? We always ask the audience a question so we get, um, so we like a simple, easy question so that we get engagement going. Um, um, how about, um, if you like, or if you could, would you grow your own or? Um, yeah, let's just see what own? tips do you, if you, if you've ever grown your own, what tips do you have? Yeah, that's great. okay. Perfect. Yeah. Cause every, like I've been learning every grower has their own like secret sauce yeah. and different techniques they have. So it's so interesting. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So now it is time for the, okay. What's it time for? Now <laughs> it is time for our question. <laughs> now it's time for our question for you. So every grower has their own tips and tricks. And so if you've tried to grow your own medicine, in the comments below, give us your best tips and tricks because we would love to know. And we would love to connect with you there. And a lot of times those in the community have the best tips and tricks and suggestions. So be sure to connect to the community in the comments. Be sure to subscribe to this. Wait, hold on, hold on. Thanks for checking out this video and be sure to subscribe for more videos just like this. If you have any CBD, it's been a long time since I've done this. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs>
If you have any CBD questions you'd like for us to answer in any future episodes, be sure to leave them in the comments or click on the I got a question link in the description. Until next time, we will see you in the next video. See you there. And cut! <laughs> that, was oh, so that was so good. So much. Oh, thank you girls so much. I really appreciate it. Um, yes. Yeah. What are what are what are your plans with your group? Are you are you wanting to monetize it at some point, or what what are your what are your plans? So last year, <laughs> at NHL, um, like so. Okay, so ugh, kind of back.